Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. We're broadcasting live from the E&B Granite Studio at the Centene Community Ice Center. And right now we are going out to the Brandon Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by former NHL goalie, now an analyst over at the Daily Faceoff. He is Mike McKenna joining us once again. Mike, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing on this New Year's Eve? Well, I've already played hockey once this morning. I was up at Kirkwood at 7 a.m. playing with my dad's group like I do every Friday and you said former NHL goalie. Well, I'll tell you what I currently am is a incredibly mediocre beer league forward. So, uh, But I love to be on the slab. And I got a couple games this weekend to coach with my daughter's U team at Kirkwood. So looking forward to it. I just I can't wait to go to sleep before the ball drops, guys. I don't know how about you feel about it, but years, I could care less. Let's play some Mike, hockey. Mike, with a nine-month-old at home, I've already made BK and Tanner aware. I'm going to bed at 8.30, 9 o'clock tonight. Alex, it's so funny you said that. Alex literally, <laughs> in the break going into this segment, told the, asked us what our plans are for tonight. We were both like, yeah, we're doing X, Y, and Z. And Alex was like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be in bed by 8.30. The life of a new dad, Mike. <laughs> Life of an old day. I got five and eight year olds, but I just man, I tell you what, like I, I went out and saw some friends last night and I was like, This is kinda like my own New Year's right now. It's the calm before like there was hardly anybody out last night. It was great. I went down to Dogtown and saw uh, my buddy that lives there. We just kind of did whatever we wanted to outside on the patios. It was warm enough and that was enough for me. I got it out of the system and now I can just go to bed. It's gonna be great. Nine, ten o'clock in the wrapper. And you know what's even better, Mike? You go to bed, you wake up, and you get set to watch a winter classic game between the Blues and Wild, but you get to do that in your 72-degree home watching the game in front of your television rather than the people who are freezing their butts off at minus 14 degrees. Well, I tell you what, I'd still like to be in that building. Because you're a hockey guy. I haven't seen a winter classic in person. I didn't get to play outdoors. Man, it could be minus 400, and I still want to show up there. It just freeze-dry me and put me in the stands. But uh, it's going to be a challenge for the players. I mean, you're you're looking anywhere from negative 3 to negative 20 I'm seeing, and that's no joke. And if you had any wind, uh, boy, that'd be terrible. And you guys know I'm always thinking about this from the boys' perspective. It's going to be so hard for Jordan Bennington and presumably Cam Talbot to get their hands warm, and that puck is going to hurt so bad. But I think the it's one of those situations where you just have to let your adrenaline power you through it because man, it's it's going to be such a chore trying to even get warm and then stay warm on top of it. 
So, Mike, that's interesting you mentioned that because in our first segment today, we were talking about how much we can learn out of this game because, I mean, this is not just the Winter Classic. It's a game between the top two teams right now in the Central Division. So it's meaningful big picture as well. And I'm trying to balance how much we can actually say definitively coming off of this game, like when we get on the show on Monday, okay, this is what we can take away with also – yeah, but it, it's a very different circumstance with them trying to play through negative 10 degree temperatures. How much do you think we can actually realistically take away from this game between the top two teams in the central? Quite a bit, you know, and I think it's not that dissimilar to uh, when the blues played Edmonton the other night, you know, like this was, a t- this was a game coming right out of a holiday break. And man, i tell you what, like you always fear those games. Like again, goalie perspective, it's a stat exploder. Like nobody is as mentally in tune in those games usually. And what I was impressed with, with the blues is that their details were there against Minnesota. They were able to, to tighten up gaps against their top players and McDavid and dry They protected middle ice pretty well, at least through two periods you know, that's a game that I would have thrown out the window that I actually was very impressed with St. Louis. And that's where I think you can also look to a winter classic where, yeah, there's the pop, there's the glamour, and of course there's the weather associated with it, but you still have to have details. And I think that this is really where you can see the medal of teams. When there's, I won't say this is adversity, like the weather's the weather, but it, it's unique. Who can focus? You know, who can really play their best game? And, man, you got two teams that are vying for the top spot in the division right now. Like, I, I love both of these clubs. I think they both play pretty fast and play pretty heavy. And, you know, they're both, like, St. Louis is starting to be healthy again. That helps. But Minnesota's healthy. You get what you get with them. So I think you can actually take a lot out of it. But you do have to have that grain of salt that anything can happen in a situation like this. I mean, somebody's, you know, somebody's stick might break. It might literally explode because it's so cold you know, on a breakaway. You just never know. And that's the that's the worry about these type of crazy games in super cold weather. Mike, does anything change from skating perspective with this cold of weather, like ice conditions? I heard it gets a lot chippier when it's this cold. It can. Um, but something that the NHL has done a really good job of is, is frankly trying to make sure that the ice is as good as it can possibly be. Now, I mean, I, I go back to Lake Tahoe last year when, uh, the Colorado Avalanche was playing the Vegas Golden Knights, and they had all kinds of problems with glare and the ice melting where there were logos, and it's a tough job. But they're actually heating the ice. How strange does that sound, guys? The NHL has pipes underneath the ice to keep it at the optimum temperature. Somewhere between 22 degrees and 30 degrees uh, is what they're shooting for. But I tell you what, that top layer, when it is that cold, it can get chippy. It can be tough. I'm not seeing any snow in the forecast. We all know that that's a variable if you start to get a lot on top of the ice. Uh, but I, I'd expect it to be pretty straightforward. You know, I don't think that the sun or the glare is going to make as big a difference in the past. I think it's just purely trying to keep the ice actually warm enough. Again, like it sounds weird, but you've got to keep the ice in that perfect window. Former NHL goalie, now analyst for the Daily Faceoff, Mike McKenna is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Mike, I, I did want to look back a little bit as well as looking forward uh, to what we saw against Edmonton because we saw the return of Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo in the lineup, both of whom ended with a plus three in that game. Uh, you had the goal from Robert Thomas. He had a goal and a couple of assists from Jordan Cairo. I wanted to get your perspective on those two in particular because we were talking about this the other day. It feels like that's your future top-line pairing for this team. What do you think is the ceiling for those two guys? What are we watching with them becoming right now? 
Yeah, it's pretty high. I mean, I'm watching that game and I'm thinking Jordan Cairo's right at the edge of being a star in this league. And I think he is already, but not enough people know about it. And he's going to have to consistently perform over the course of the season. But you look at the pace of play for Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo, two young players that have plenty of time ahead of them in the league, and how they can execute at pace. You know, like their head is up, their feet are going, but they're not afraid to make plays either. They are the perfect example of what a modern NHL player looks like. Fast, skilled, uh, hard on pucks, you know, and a nose for the net. You take them, you slap them with Tarasenko. They haven't played together, hardly. You know, Barbashev and and Bushnevich are out. Okay, who are we putting with Tarasenko? Oh, here we go. Put these two guys. That line was incredible. Like, (laughs) I, I just, I watched them go, and I'm thinking, man, like, this line is way better than what we're seeing from Edmonton. He's got two of the top players in the league. And I'm sure that, you know, Ryan O'Reilly, Dave Perron, they probably have something to say about who's your top dogs <laughs> in perpetuity for the Blues, right? But I tell you what, man, that line really impressed me. Um, I, I said this at the beginning of the season. I think Jordan Kyrie is just – the guy's just incredible, man. Like, I, skating with him, I couldn't stop him. Uh, and I think his, his ability to, to do things in stride and change up on the fly and then Thomas's vision, like – it's impressive. It's a really high ceiling. Uh, and I think this is one of those examples where you're not really waiting on them to get there to their seat. Like they are arriving right now in real time. You know, what we're seeing now really should be the groundwork in the future for what Kyrie and Thomas can bring five, 10 years down the road for the blues. Mike, final one from me, one guy that might take a little more time to get there, but I think we're starting to see it happen in front of our eyes is Nico Mikola, and mm-hmm. I thought one of his best games this season was the other night against the Edmonton Oilers where he played physical on Connor McDavid. He took that extra step to push him off of the puck. He looks like he's stronger in front of the net. From a goaltender's perspective, is Mikola kind of the ideal guy to play with Colton Pareko? Yeah, you know, there's a couple different trains of thoughts with this. Like you obviously have two really big individuals that have a lot of wingspan, and you know, for Mikola, like he, he skates so well, but you knew that there was this confidence factor that it just doesn't come until you've played in the league for a while. And like shutting down gaps with Connor McDavid, boys, that's not the easiest thing on the planet, as we know. Okay, that's not easy to do, and he handled it really well. Uh, and, and I feel like that line, that that pairing is really in the past. I don't know, maybe seven, eight, ten games found their stride and Pareko's kind of found it as well. You know, he, he kind of been lost earlier in the year. And I think that Nikola really is a foundational player for them in a lot of ways. And that you're never going to expect him to be top end point producer, but man, as a goalie, you love having that wingspan. You love somebody who can close gaps in a hurry, not just, and we're not just talking in the defensive zone. Like the defense have to be really active in the neutral to be able to isolate things and be able to not let people get by you. And that's where I've seen growth in it. And that's pretty normal for a defenseman as they, they grow into their role in the National Hockey League. But um, I do like him alongside Pareko, especially because it gives Pareko room to skate again. You know, he can go up and down the ice. And as Mikko's defensive game grows, you know, you just have that more confidence for Pareko to lug the puck and do what he's best at. 
He is Mike McKenna. You'll find his work over at the Daily Faceoff. You can follow him on Twitter at Mike McKenna 56. Mike, have yourself a happy new year tonight. Enjoy it as tomorrow you're watching the reruns of the ball dropping. And uh, <laughs> we will hope that you enjoy the, the Winter Classic, your, your game tomorrow for your daughter. Enjoy it, man. We'll talk with you again next week. That sounds great. Everybody have a, uh, have a safe new year. Please be responsible, everyone. Enjoy, have fun, and Let's not let 2021 hit us on the door on the way out, eh? 2022, here we come. Let's have Amen a good one. Amen to that, Thanks. Mike.